Hello, everyone. I'm Nathan Oren, and this is Journal Talk, episode 34. And we're going to be talking about the tips and benefits of journal writing once again. Today, my guest is from Mississippi. His name is Brandon Starnes. He's a leader in a Christian organization called First Priority, helping students reach out to other students about their faith. He brings a very unique perspective, and I can't wait for you to meet him. Well, Brendan, welcome to Journal Talk. I'm really excited to have you here and and to talk a little bit about devotional journaling. Yeah, man, it's great to be here. I'm, I'm super pumped. Yeah, same here. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> and it's about time. We had this. We had our initial interview like way back in February or something. And. <laughs> through, you know, life events and, you know, being busy. And I love that we've stayed in touch and we're finally connected and, and we're doing this thing. So yeah, <laughs> so. man, I know it. Absolutely. <laughs> it's yeah. been great. Yeah, it's been great. Why don't you uh, start with just sharing a little bit about you and who you are in the world and, you know, first priority and, and some of the stuff that you're into. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, I'm Again, I'm uh, down here in Mississippi, and mm-hmm. so you may can tell from my accent a little bit, but uh, <laughs> just a little, yeah, down in the south. But uh, yeah, I, I work for a company, nonprofit, first priority, and um, it's a strategy for students in their schools to share their faith, and um, just a great program. What we believe is that you know students have not rejected the gospel. Sometimes they just simply have never heard it. And so um, it gives an opportunity for Christian students to just share their faith and what they believe in. Mm. And so I help spread that ministry across the nation. And uh, we actually, what we do on a national staff is we help cities who want to have a first priority ministry in their city. We coach them on how to become a nonprofit and and how they can serve the local church there and and their local schools. And so that's kind of what I do on a day-to-day basis. Mm -hmm. I also speak uh, I love to write and blog, mm-hmm. and I also do a little bit of consulting on a part-time basis with, with churches and, and youth ministries across the nation. And so that's a little bit about what I do and what I'm passionate about. Excellent. That's, Great. Yeah. And how, how long have you been a Christian? I've been a Christian since I was 14. And so, wow, wow. Uh, yeah, about 18 years. So. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Nice. Yeah. And so your work entails really doing a lot of in between with the schools and with local churches. Correct. Yeah. 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 yeah I was uh, involved in student ministry and served a local church for about 12 years before mm-hmm. working with First Priority. And so that's kind of my background and my heartbeat, you know, is to help other youth pastors become successful and, you know, serve their students and, and resource their students. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Very good. And I understand you have a, a master's in divinity. When did you graduate with that and where? 2009, I graduated from New Orleans Baptist Theological Seminary, and I received the Master's of Divinity, and just uh, very proud of that degree. A lot of, <laughs> a lot of sweat and uh, Study. reading, studying, and exams, <laughs> and all that good stuff. So Very nice, very nice. Yeah. Good, good. Do you have any advice for people who are following that path now, or in the, in the trenches of getting to where you've been? Any advice for them as they plow through their Yeah, you know, I mean, I kind of look back at it and, you know, I I rushed through that. And I I would say be present in that moment because it's an opportunity for you to refine your theology, to really learn. And um, I guess some advice is if you're not excited about writing and reading, 
you, you need to get excited about that right now because that's <laughs> a lot of what you do in seminary is mm-hmm. you read and you write. So that would be my advice. Very good. Very good. Thank you. Yeah. Brendan, why don't you share a little bit about how you first started journaling and what, what prompted you? Well, um, you know, I've always been, I knew that journaling was important, mm-hmm. especially being in the, in the Christian world, you know, to, to have a quiet time to read your Bible and to, you know, write about those thoughts would be very rewarding in your Christian walk. And so I've always heard that, but, you know, I guess growing up as a Christian and a young man, you know, sometimes you look at journaling and you go, you know, that's for girls. You know, that's not really <laughs> something that dudes, you know, they don't write about their 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 feelings or their thoughts. And then that's a big misconception because, you know, when you journal, it's so rewarding. And so how I got involved in it was just basically as, as I grew as a Christian. But really, it took off about, you know, nine months ago, I guess I decided to, you know, start a blog mm-hmm. and it, it kind of created for me to be consistent in, in, you know, writing and creating articles. And, and so, you know, that's kind of how I got involved in journaling and try to do it on a consistent basis. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so I love what you said about the guy and the girl thing. I think that is so typical, whether you're from down South out there where you are on the coast, California, on the East coast. I mean, I think that is just a very, real perception, especially I think for maybe the generation that we're in. I don't know, maybe the younger people might not feel this way, but I know when I was growing up, I really hid my journal because I, I was I was ashamed. I, and I can't say, I can't explain why. I, 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 it's not as if people said, oh, you're not supposed to write that stuff. I just knew there was just a, it just wasn't done. Nobody talked about it. Right, right. So the blog that you do, it, I, I also find it interesting how, you know, people who write blogs and then people who do journaling, share a little bit about your uh, ideas, the differences and similarities with uh, journaling and, and blogging. Yeah, you know, I, I think there's a big difference in blogging and journaling. I, I think they they have some similarities, though, mm-hmm. um, in being consistent. You see success in that. Mm-hmm. But I believe some of the things that you would write in your personal journal are for that place. You know, you don't want to – to me, it, it's it's not the same as putting them out there for the world. And so there there's some things that, that's private that's between you. That's some, some really deep thoughts and maybe some thoughts that you're afraid to release in a way. You know, it's, it's to me sometimes when I journal, it's for me to get things out of my head and on the paper where I can actually see them. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes, you know, I'm like, hey, this is not for the world. This is just for Brandon, you know. And um, <laughs> but then when I think about blogging, it's something that I want to share with the world. You know, it's, it's something that I want to I want to try to help others. You know, I found something that helped me. And so I want to I wanted to help someone else. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, that that would be a big difference for me from blogging to journaling. But. They both need consistency to be, you know, successful and rewarding in your life. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. yeah, and I, I hear that theme coming up. You've mentioned a few times now the importance of being consistent. Why don't you talk a little bit about that and why why is that important and what what do you do, Brandon, to stay consistent? You know, consistency is is big because I mean it helps you form a habit. You know, and I think when you when you have that consistency in journaling. It's very rewarding because you see where you've come from. You know, mm-hmm. if you've, you've taken a six month period of your life 
and, and you're wrestling through things and you're being refined and you're having these challenges at that moment, maybe six months down the road, you see how you've overcome and you, and it's almost like a pep talk, a personal pep talk to you sometimes, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. And so consistency to me is, is it's going to help because it's going to reward you because the more you do it, the better the reward will be to, in, in my opinion. And so some of the things that I do that, that really helped me is I have a format that, that I used called soap mm-hmm, and it's mm-hmm. basically, it helps me, you know, not have writer's block and it kind of gives me a starting point. And so that, that helps me uh, stay consistent. And I always use that format in any type of journaling that I do. Um, another is I, I use an app called day one mm-hmm. and just love it. It has notifications <laughs> that can actually remind you. So say if I, I forgot a day, it actually knows that. And so it'll pop up on my computer or on my phone and said, Hey, you forgot to, to write about you know, an impact. It has some kind of cool saying, you know, about journaling. Okay. Oh, you know, like, oh yeah, I'm missing out on that. I got to do it. (laughs) And so it's pretty neat. You know, it helps me. Does that ever get annoying? It can, but you know, day one does it in such a way where it's, it's not that annoying, you know, it's, um, so it's not like every other, you know, hour or something, but Mm -hmm, it's, um, mm -hmm. that's a great tool. Um, that's really helped me. And then again, just, just the soap method, and, and having a structure really has been helping me as far as consistency goes. But. Yeah, yeah. We'll have you share a little bit about the the soap method. You can describe it in detail in just a, in just a minute. I wanted to yeah. go back a little bit to your blog. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I agree about some of those differences. And, and sometimes there's that kind of private audience, whether it's, you know, between you and God or you know, however you want to look at it, you know, that's your sort of inner conversation. And then you have those outer conversations that you really want to share publicly. Tell us a little bit about your blog and where we can find it and and what do you typically write about? Yeah, you can actually find my blog at brandonstarns.com. And um, I love to write about just, you know, ways to make make yourself better, you know, or, or there's always a better way to do something. And so that's kind of my niche and, you know, as I've gotten into the blogging world, you know, I've, I've kind of been searching, you know, for like, who's doing this well? You know, I've come across guys like Michael Hyatt and Pat Flynn. And oh, yeah. Just, you know, just really look up to those guys. I mean, they give so much to the blogging community and just, you know, help people, you know, develop podcasts. And it's just amazing the resources they put out. And mm-hmm. they just love to help people. And they're seeing rewards from that in their lives, you know. And, and so, just kind of looking at their advice and, and everything. They say, Hey, you know, find that niche. And that's what I've kind of tried to, you know, do with my blog. And so it's it's hard, you know, finding your niche, but as I've looked at different articles over the, over the past year that I've written about, it's, it's that idea of being better. And so that's just kind of my heart, my heartbeat and Mm -hmm. just to help others, you know, find there's a better way, you know? Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. uh, so that's kind of what I focus on, but yeah, that's great. Do you have what's an example blog post you might have written recently? Yeah, well, not one recently, but I did a video on YouTube actually. You oh, know, nice! Wow, you yeah, are this, this you are crazy, crazy, but um, you're breaking but, it out. Yeah, man, I'm doing all <laughs> kinds of stuff, I guess. But uh, it's it was um, one day I was backing out of my garage, and my garage door would never close. You know, mm-hmm. and the sunlight was hitting the little laser beam, and so it was causing my garage not to you know, clothes or whatever. And so I, I think I got on Pinterest one time and found this little solution, but you can actually take the little cardboard 
that's uh, on the toilet paper roll and put no. that over the sensor, man, and it blocks the sun. Whoa. It, yeah, it creates your garage to close, you know? And so <laughs> I did a video of me doing that one day, and it was, it was pretty cool, man. So, that is great. Yeah, I'm, laughing. So a- I'm laughing for two reasons. <laughs> First of all, that the fact that you figured out that the reason your, your <laughs> garage door wasn't closing was because the sun happened to be hitting into the the eyeball i guess of the of the laser thing that that's amazing that you could figure that out yeah (laughs) but then to you know come up with such a an an elegant simple and yet at the same time it's a little bizarre uh solution to that uh that that's also very funny that's a good one i like that yeah yeah you know and the crazy thing about it man it was that it always happened a certain time of the year in the morning because it's actually when the time changed. Ah, they like savings time because uh-huh. the sun would come up earlier that morning. So when I would go to work, I could never shut my garage door, you know, so it was uh-huh. a problem. I had to fix it. But yeah. <laughs> that would have been yeah, that would have been the tip off. The fact that daylight savings came and, and that now it's an hour later that I can't or an hour earlier or whatever. Yeah. Very yeah. good, very good. You're listening to Journal Talk, a podcast for sharing tips, inspiration, and expert interviews about therapeutic journaling. We take this moment to say thank you for tuning in. And now, back to your host, Nathan Oren. So back to your journal and your day one app, maybe you can tell us a little bit about some of the things that you like about day one. You said it keeps you consistent. What are some of the other benefits, whether it has to do with day one or or not? What are some of the other benefits that you've experienced in journaling? Well, you know, it's to me, the benefits in journaling, you know, I've, I've kind of mentioned it before, but it's, it's a personal pep talk for me. You know, mm-hmm, when, mm-hmm. when I'm going through a hard time and, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm writing about that, and I'm, I'm expressing my feelings, you know, mm-hmm. it, it's, it's been where, you know, months down the road when I've overcome that, I'm like, or I'm facing a new challenge. I'm like, wow, you know, I can overcome this because, you know, just a few months ago I was going through this issue and, you know, here, here we are victorious through that. But, Mm -hmm. and so it's been a pep talk, you know, and, um, and so that's really, really cool. It's a way for me to get things out of my head Mm -hmm. and to Mm -hmm. get them on paper to actually see them. And I think there's power in that. You know, sometimes when you, when you think about something, it can just stay there, you Mm -hmm. know, but if you Mm -hmm. actually write it down, it, to me, it's almost like that first step of action mm. that, you know, that, hey, this is out of my head. This is on paper. Now, what am I going to do about it? Yeah. And so, you know, that that's that's a big, uh, big thing with journaling that I've experienced. You know, you mentioned earlier, too, I'm, I'm kind of connecting the dots, Brandon. You mentioned earlier, too, you know, when you're giving advice to people who are studying in, in the ministry and uh, going, getting their uh, education in, in divinity, and you said, you know, make sure that you like to write, make sure you like to read. And one of the things that you said was, you take time, you know, don't rush through it, don't slam through it, but take time to develop the principles of your faith. And mm. I could hear in what you're saying now, you know, that, that getting things out of your head and looking at it and really, you know, turning it over and, and 
seeing what what's really going on inside me what where does this all fit how does how how's my how are these pieces all fitting together for me right right it, it's just it's just so rewarding you know and i never knew that you know like i said when i was younger i, you know, I thought it was for girls you know you always <laughs> thought about the diary and you know i remember my sisters man having this little electronic deal and it have a password on it and, and that's what i associated journaling with uh-huh, uh-huh. you know not not something for for myself, you know, mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. that personal pep talk, not that way to get things out of my head and, and to get through things and to, to create, you know, mm-hmm. and that's mm-hmm. one thing that I've seen, you know, through journaling. It's just, just, uh, just my writing skill even is improved, you know, just being consistent and mm-hmm. there's just so many benefits from it. And, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, it, do you, do you think that there's another layer or level that you reach once you stay at it for a long period of time consistently? Oh Yeah. Oh yeah, it's it's almost like you crave it, like it's it's something about like, when you get up in the morning and you have to have something for breakfast, you know. Um, <laughs> it's it's like that to me. When you, the more you do it, the more consistent you are with journaling. It's it's something that you look forward to the next day. Yes, it's yeah. like how can I, how can I remember this this day? What you know? What can I take away from this day? Mm-hmm. This moment, mm-hmm. and. Um, so, yeah, you know, I, I think that you can get to another level and another level of appreciation. Yes. For- yeah. And uh, have you ever done any handwritten journals? Did, did Were you always a tech guy, always doing it through day one? Or did you start handwriting and then swap over? Yeah, I've kind of been back and forth. I had a, a old leather you know, antique looking journal, you know, that, that I thought was cool. And, you know, I would, I would write and I've done some of that too. And I think there's, there's power in that as well, you know, and getting away from the computer and disconnecting and getting that pen out and letting it hit the paper. Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and so it's, it's good to kind of mix it up, you know, mm-hmm. and kind of change the atmosphere if you would. But, um, yeah, you would be proud, man, too. I, I've got the jot knot pen. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Hey, so you can get, you can actually write, but you're still on a computer. So I'm kind of messing with that too. So. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've, I've been eyeballing that for a long time. I'm, I'm going to have to break down and get me one. Yeah. Yeah. So it's really cool. <laughs> good, good. And you had mentioned one of the things that is kind of unique about your journaling is you'll connect it to pictures. You want to talk a little bit about that and how you use pictures to kind of caption your, your journal entries? Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, I love, I have a Nikon camera and I just kind of do that as a hobby and just love, love to capture moments and, and everything with a picture. And, um, you know, whether it be a beautiful sunrise or, you know, something to capture and what I was thinking in that moment, that's one thing I love about the day one app is, you know, if I'm on my phone, I can shoot a picture and it's in my library mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then I can import that into day one and then write as well. And so I do a lot of that, you know, and just, you know, when when I think about that too, you know, we do a lot of micro journaling too, you know, if, if it's on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram, you know, we're always, Hey, I'm, I'm eating at this restaurant and we kind of, you know, put something about it, but mm-hmm. I love to do that. You know, I love to take, take those moments and have a visual as well, you mm-hmm. know, and, and look back at that. That's the first time I've heard that term micro journaling. And, and I think it explains it really well. Cause I, when I think of Facebook and some of those social media things, you know, Hey, I'm at this restaurant. I don't usually think of that as journaling. And yet sometimes, sometimes when I do that, there is a little bit of reflection or an appreciation for the moment, 
you know, so I'm I'm big on taking pictures of my food on Facebook. Yeah, there, there, you know? yeah. check yeah, this yeah. out. Look what I'm eating. You'll never believe this, you know. And yeah. uh, there, there's a there's an appreciation for life, you know, and for yeah. for enjoying the meal. So micro journaling. I'm going to have to use that. Can I use that word? Absolutely, man. <laughs> you know that that may be a a layer of journaling that we kind of talked about earlier. Yeah, you know, as, oh, as an yeah. intro. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's great. Super. I would like to kind of reveal the the soap method now. Are you ready? Let's do it. Let's do it. Talk talk to us about soap. Okay, soap. I actually learned about this from a coworker with First Priority, and you know we were just talking about you know journaling and, and you know reading our Bible, and and he said, "Hey, man, I use this method all the time, and it's just very simple, and um, it's really helped me, and it's called soap." And I said, "Okay, so what is it?" And the S is actually they take the acronym of soap, and the S stands for the scripture, or the substance, or the source that mm-hmm. you may be looking at. Um, say if it's a picture, if it's the Bible, and you actually write that down. So for me, you know, every morning I get up and I'm reading my Word, and and I'll write down a verse. That's that's my scripture. That's my source that I'm going to mm-hmm. journal about at that moment. Mm-hmm. And then the next is O, and uh, it's my observations from the source or the scripture or whatever I may be looking at. Okay. And then A is um, how am I going to apply what I've observed from the source? And so I write that, how I'm going to apply it to my life at that moment. And then the last one is, um, is prayer. It's for prayer. And so I'll write down, mm. hey, how am I going to pray about this? How am I going to conclude about this thought? And so it's just a, a, a very simple method that really helps me and gives me structure. And I've applied it to, to all my journaling, you know, methods. And, um, so I start my day off, you know, with, with my word and then I'll continue to elaborate on that and just write out my thoughts through my prayer time, you mm-hmm, know, and, mm-hmm. and everything. So and I actually did some research on that cause I was like, where did this actually originate from? <laughs> and it was actually from a pastor in Honolulu ah. and his name was Wayne Cordero and um, and so that's kind of where it originated from. So I thought that was pretty cool. Okay, very yeah. good, very good. So when you're doing the soap method, about how long is this is this process take? It sounds like to me it's one of those things that you could do it in five minutes, or you could take a half an hour. It just depends on you know your source material, how rich it is that day, your state of mind. On average, how long does this uh, soap method take? You know, I try, I try to give myself about 15 minutes mm-hmm. and um, sometimes it just depending on the morning or, or what, whatever time I'm doing that, it's it could be, you know, even five. But, yeah, you can do it any time that, that you choose to see uh, fit there. But I, I would say at least 15 minutes mm-hmm. would be ideal. Mm-hmm. And what I try to I see myself consistently doing, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. 15 minutes is a pretty manageable chunk of time when. You know, in the mornings, you got uh, all kinds of other things going on, getting ready for school or work or, you know, especially for people who have kids and obligations in the morning, 15 minutes is, is not uh, overwhelming. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Very good. Yeah. Brandon, you want to tell us a little bit about your newsletter, how people can reach you and stay in touch with you if they want to learn more about First Priority or any of the, any of the things that you've mentioned? Yes, you know, my my blog is a great resource. I have a a lot of information about myself and social media. And then, of course, for First Priority, the website for for that organization is fpofamerica.com. 
And um, you can find out about it and, and how to get involved and learn more about it through their website. So, yeah. Very good. Very good. Anything else you would like the Journal Talk listeners to uh, consider? Yeah, I would just say, hey, start. Um, pick a manageable time, you know, the, the journal and and find out a way to to help you be consistent with it, whether that be a reminder. And, you know, you know yourself better than anyone. You know, that's kind of way I look at it and, and say, um, you know, kind of find out what would work for you. You know, uh, what mm-hmm. can you commit yourself to? And, I, I, you know, just start. And um, I, I promise you it'll be rewarding. And uh, you'll, you'll definitely have some benefits from journaling. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very good. Brandon, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it and uh, look forward to uh, staying in touch. Man, absolutely. Thank you so much, Nathan. All right. You bet. This episode of Journal Talk is copyright and brought to you by Right for Life, an online resource for living with passion, clarity, and purpose through journaling. Visit our website at www.write, spelled W-R-I-T-E, the number four, life, L-I-F-E, dot U-S. Thanks again for listening to Journal Talk and for voting that this is the best health and fitness podcast 2013.